Welcome everybody. This is the first podcast of many. I'd like to thank you all for being here. Today we're going to be talking about just daily news. One of the biggest things that's on the news right now is uh, the Kobe Bryant death. He uh, died in a helicopter crash with seven, eight other people. One of them being his daughter. The other seven were teammates and uh, the parents of the of uh, the daughter. They were all on a basketball team together. All the news was talking about was Kobe Bryant, and it seems a little selfish for everybody to be talking about somebody who has achieved every goal that he ever put out and lived a full, rich, lavish life. His daughter was 13, still starting life, just getting into basketball, basically, just figuring out what she's loving, hasn't accomplished too much in life, hasn't lived life too much. She had a great life, I'm sure. She had, you know, everything she could have ever dreamed of because of her father. But uh, it seemed a little selfish there that nobody was talking about her or the teammates that died. It was a little while till after his, uh, his wife, Kobe Bryant's wife, actually put out uh, uh, a funding to try and make up some money for the families of the other children that were on her team that also died along with their parents. Seven other families were destroyed, but basically nobody mentioned this. It's one of those things in life where, where everybody focuses on this, this person who had everything, who did everything and was in their life, but they don't focus on the family around them and all the people that actually are going to suffer from this. They're, they're usually selfish and, and thinking they're going to miss him and can't imagine life without him, but it's really a selfish thing to, to not be thinking about his family and hoping that his family is okay. There's other people in his family that are suffering and there's other families that were on that helicopter that are just in just as much pain. Sometimes we need to stop and think about the other people in there Kobe Bryant accomplished everything that he set out. He worked hard for it. He was able to save and, and produce money for his family and and uh, make sure that they're going to be comfortable when he's gone, even though, you know, there's still some angst and, and uh, sadness over, over his death. But, I mean, there was many more families in that helicopter but his and that the news really didn't didn't uh, didn't go into them as much as they should have. They should have really. They're they're creating, you know, a, a WBA um, scholarship in the name of her of of Kobe Bryant's daughter and stuff like that. But I mean, what about the other the other six families that were in that that helicopter? They don't get anything just because he was, she was the daughter of a famous person. She is now immortalized, which is, you know, great because she should be recognized for the accomplishments that she did have. But there are six other families there that also need that attention and that money and uh, won't be able to su- support themselves the same way that Kobe Bryant would have. 
There's other things in the news. Um, gun control is fun. There are, they're talking about uh, banning semi-automatics and handguns to try and save people and lives. I think if they if they try to use different uh, different reasons for the banning of guns, it would be different. But I mean, for the most part, they're just uh, they're just coming up with silly excuses. You know, it's going to stop uh, crime and it's going to stop uh, gang violence and it's going to stop you know all these uh, all these other random crimes. The only thing that uh, stopping hand you know handgun problems the only thing it would stop would be suicides and uh, domestic problems but they don't really bring that up in the news in the news they talk about gang violence and um, and thefts and stuff like that but I mean that's just what people want to hear about people don't want to hear about domestic violence and depression and suicides and stuff like that they need to be talking about this kind of stuff. That's the reason that you should ban handguns and stuff like that. I don't think it would slow down suicides or stop domestic abuse. There's always other weapons and other things people can use. I think instead of putting all their money towards this, they should be putting their energy into more um, therapy and social work for families that are in crisis. And they need to start focusing on putting the money in the right spot and getting the politicians to work on the right things instead of focusing on silly things like objects that we can actually teach people how to use and how to prevent dangers and how to prevent deaths and how to learn when there's situations that warrant calling the police to, to remove all the guns from somebody's house. You know, somebody talks about suicide or something like that. You know, it's it's time to call somebody and, and get those guns removed from their house for a little while and until they're better, until they're ready. Then they can have them back. They can use them for recreation, target shooting, hunting, all that kind of thing. Seems silly to me that we're we're trying to ban stuff instead of just talk about it and educate. We need to work more on mental illness and and problems in the home. Be, instead of trying to ban stuff, education is always the better move. Educating people, educating people how to spot mental illness, educating people how to to see the mental illness in themselves, not just in others. Once you realize you're at a point, and uh, it's it's okay to phone somebody. You know, to ask for help, it's okay. But people don't don't realize this, and they're not taught this. Our life is taught about fix yourself, heal yourself, suck it up, walk it off. We need to be taught that there's other ways to deal with things. Just kind of like um, sex changes and stuff like that. I'm not sure if a sex change is always necessary. I believe. A sex change won't make you happy unless you're born with both genitalia and you know you, later on in life you decide that you want to change it I think that's a great thing but to take your gender take a, a healthy active normal working genitalia and disfigure it and try and change it into something 
that it isn't, I think is, is a bad idea. I think loving yourself is the key thing. And I don't think changing yourself on the outside is going to change anything on the inside. If you're having problems before any of this sex change, you're, you're going to have problems after. You're not going to love yourself anymore because you look a little different or a lot different or have extra holes or extra appendages. One of those things in life, when they, when they have the Dove commercials, they tell you to love yourself, be comfortable in your body. Doesn't matter how big, how small, what kind of, you know, fat you got on you, it, it's fine. How skinny you are, some people, you know, just too skinny. Some people are just a little bit too big. But you got to love yourself. If you can't love yourself for who you are, for what you are, then you're not going to love yourself. You can't just change the outside. You can't assume that the skin on the outside is wrong. The skin on the outside is right. It is made for you. You can be a man that is extremely feminine, that loves to dress up, that loves to have long hair, that, you know, just enjoys looking like a woman. But when you take your genitalia and you mutate it and you try and change it into something else, it doesn't work the same. You don't have the same sensations, you don't have the same feelings. You may not even have orgasms, orgasms anymore. It doesn't make sense to change that genitalia. If in the future they can take your genitalia and they can make an exact replica and make it feel perfect and make it feel sensational when you orgasm and use it for sexual you know, acts, then, then it makes sense. But for now, you're, you're mutilating something, you're making it not work like it should it it's not changing the way you are on the inside you can say now I'm a woman but you need to realize that you're born with a little woman and a little man you need to embrace that you need to you need to learn that you're special and that you can do stuff that other people can't and soon hopefully the world can accept that Slowly but surely, you know, everybody's slowly coming on side. But, I mean, there's going to be lots of countries and lots of religions that will never accept it. Until, you know, the extreme happens when, you know, you start growing a whole new genitalia and that becomes the worst thing and sex changes aren't so bad. For now, you should learn to love yourself and to learn to to enjoy that you have a penis but you feel completely feminine inside or you have a vagina and you feel very masculine a penis is you know an object it's it's not going to change how you feel inside now you can get your penis cut off and that's going to change you especially if you didn't like it or want it it's going to change your attitude and life about it because it's a big change. You go from holding your penis to go pee to trying to squat and pee. You can't just jerk off anymore. I mean, you're changing stuff that you do every day or every other day. Your shower is all going to be completely different. You're taking minutes off your shower now that you ain't cleaning that thing. I mean, for women, they take hormonal uh, testosterone and hormonal... Um, pills and stuff like that to try and boost everything to try and grow new 
new organs and 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 stuff like that i it's you know it's it's uh it can be a crazy thing to change how you feel you're changing your whole biomechanics of it to be the happiest you can be usually it's it's the healthiest you can be if you're happy inside you're going to be happy outside and embrace yourself if you're a woman and you grow a goatee hey if you don't like it shave it but for the most part there's always somebody out there that's going to like that a little bit you got to embrace that when you go onto a construction site at least you're not going to get hit on all the time you know you, you can get places where other women can't in this world you got to learn to love yourself we need to learn how to f- fix the people that need help the people with schizophrenia and the people with mental issues today yesterday was bell mental issue day and they raised a whole pile of money for it bring awareness to to people who are sad and don't have issues have problems can't talk to people the whole key is to be able to talk if you have somebody you can talk to and not be judged and you know just just feel like they listened and cared just for a minute sometimes that helps a lot a lot of our issues in life in this world have become have be have come from um not being confident about yourself a lot of religions they they make their their the other people cover up completely they don't they're ashamed that that somebody else might see them and think that they're ugly and they don't want them to think that they're ugly or they don't want them to you know see how they look so no, nobody's judged i mean if if everybody's covered up then nobody's judged and everybody's happy except for the people that are covered up they need to have confidence in themselves confidence in the person they're with you know it's it's a different world some places they cover themselves up just you know cuz it's a it's a mad world and they'll they'll get taken and raped if they don't cover up their face there it's everything they can do but chop off their nose long time ago the nuns used to chop off their nose at this one uh this one village they would chop off their nose so that when the parties rolled through they wouldn't get raped they would see them and they were horrified and they would just keep on riding in other religions they make them cover their face if you don't see their face you won't even get tempted it's a self-confidence thing and a it's a problem now where everything has changed and we don't need to do that kind of stuff especially in in Canada you know we can we can show our face and be confident that our the person we're with isn't going to run off or that somebody isn't just going to run up and rape them just because they're showing their ankles or their face if if you want to cover your face and you want to cover your head for all you know by all rights you know do it it's makes you comfortable it makes you feel better when i used to go to school i'd ask them why they would wear the burqa and they would say because i want to you know I would ask them if their father made them or if their family made them. So no, it was our option. And they would say, you know, it's pretty nice waking up in the morning, not have to worry about if you're having a bad hair day, a good hair day. You just put on the burqa and off you go. You're focused on school. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Confidence is is what we need growing up, and and it's hard to get. Some people too much confidence. It's 
you know, they grow up a little bit weird too, but confidence is, uh, is definitely key. I'd like to thank you all for coming out today. Hopefully my uh, confidence rant isn't uh, put you off too much. I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. This is my first time. We're going to try and keep these going. Hopefully we can get in some guests and get some longer conversations going. If I see something on the news that I don't like and feel like ranting or if I have a bad day at work, hey, I'll jump on here and make a quick recording. See what all happens. I'll have a good night. Thank you.